For weeks now, the news has been so relentlessly grim. The fear and anxiety provoked by the pandemic has us all on edge. The upending of our daily lives, the social distancing, the isolation remaining at home, um, the sad stories of those who've lost their lives and the families who grieve for them, it's all exacted a heavy psychological toll uh, on us. Uh, economic dislocations and increasing layoffs and financial concerns have certainly raised our anxiety level. It's just, it's been downright depressing. And yet, in spite of all this, we can find some things to be thankful for. We can certainly be thankful for the healthcare workers and the first responders and for all the people who provide essential services to sustain our most basic needs, the truckers, the grocery workers, and the cashiers, the delivery people. We, we owe them a huge debt of gratitude. You and I can be thankful for the gift of technology that enables us to connect with each other via a screen. Obviously not the same experience as being together in person, but a comfort and a help nevertheless. But there's another great gift that we can be thankful for. It's something you wouldn't necessarily think of, but it's essential to our humanity. The gift of laughter. Yeah, laughter. Now, some may say, well, that's not appropriate to this season of life. After all, the pandemic is no laughing matter, and that's for sure. We cannot laugh at something that has caused such pain and suffering, but at the same time, to find something in life to laugh about, to, to maintain a good sense of humor, goes a long way to help us deal with the heaviness and the anxiety that we all feel. It's possible to find humor in the worst of circumstances. I guess the, the classic example is, is of President Reagan, who after he was shot, uh, you know, anything but funny, but upon his arrival at the hospital, he told his wife Nancy, Honey, I, I forgot to duck. A reference to a, a one-liner used by the boxer Jack Dempsey. And then to the surgeons as he was wheeling into the operating room, he said, Please tell me you're all Republicans. And afterwards he told his daughter Maureen, the attempted assassination ruined one of my best suits. Laughing is a great coping mechanism. It can lift the, the foulest mood. The other day, Valin and I watched an old Johnny Carson show on YouTube, uh, and the guests were Robin Williams and Jonathan Winters. I mean, what a pair. In my opinion, two of the funniest people ever. Watching those two feed off each other, doing improv as, as only they could do it, was a total mood lifter. Talk about funny. I felt so much better after having watched that. Laughter does wonders to relieve stress and lighten our outlook on life. I've, I've, I've appreciated those who have found humor, uh, not in the virus itself, of course, but in some of the unique circumstances that, that it has forced upon us. Uh, singer Neil Diamond has posted a video of himself singing Sweet Caroline with his familiar lyrics altered to say, Hands, washing hands. Yeah. News anchor tweeted, How long is this social distancing supposed to last? My husband keeps trying to get into the house. A sign outside a neighborhood church read, Had not planned on giving up quite this much for Lent. Scientists have long known that laughter is good for us. In many ways, it, can, uh, it has many um, good physical and psychological effects. 
Laughter can enhance our intake of oxygen-rich air, stimulating our heart and lungs and muscles, increasing the feel-good endorphins that are released by our brain. It can stimulate our circulation, aid muscle relaxation, both of which can help reduce some of the physical symptoms of stress. Uh, it can improve our immune system. Um, positive thoughts uh, can actually release neuropeptides that can help fight stress and potentially more serious illnesses. Laughter may, may ease pain by causing the body to produce its own natural painkillers. Certainly it can increase personal satisfaction and help us better connect with other people. Centuries before, the writer of Proverbs in the Old Testament recognized the importance of laughter and good humor. In Proverbs 17, verse 22, we read, A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. According to the Bible, laughter is good medicine indeed, and truly it is a gift from God. Speaking of the Bible, do you ever wonder if, if Jesus ever laughed? Now, um, this may seem like heresy to some. Um, some feel that because Jesus was holy, you know, that uh, they, they make the assumption that he was always serious and somber, maybe a bit sorrowful. Stained glass windows and arts down through the ages have reinforced a very serious image of Jesus. So much so, though, that it seems almost inappropriate and irreverent to imagine Jesus cracking a smile, let alone howling with laughter. Maybe that's why this picture of Jesus laughing is so unusual and, and um, maybe a bit controversial. It's true that nowhere in Scripture can you find a single instance where Jesus laughed. We know Jesus wept, right? The, the shortest verse in the Bible. And we find him expressing a wide variety of emotions in the gospel stories. But nowhere does it say that he chuckled or smiled or showed any expressions of joy. But does that mean he never laughed? Well, every normal person laughs, and Jesus being fully human was certainly no exception. A person who never laughs is a person with deep psychological problems besides being an absolute bore and an unbearable sourpuss to be around. Just because the Gospels never say Jesus laughed doesn't mean he, he never did so. There is no record of Jesus ever taking a bath or washing his face either, but then doesn't mean he didn't. The argument from silence is never valid. But very briefly, let's review what we do know about Jesus. We know that Jesus was a joyful person and urged his disciples to share his joy. In John 15, 11, he explains to his disciples, after talking about the necessity to love one another, he says, I've told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. True joy almost always finds outward expression in laughter and rejoicing. For Jesus to have characterized himself as a man of joy, but never to have laughed, would surely have struck the disciples as being extremely odd. The gospel record shows he was quite fond of parties. In fact, he was criticized by the Pharisees for being a glutton and a drunkard and for dining with questionable characters. It seems that he was always found at a dinner table. He was a sought-after guest on the social circuit. He performed his first miracle, turning water into wine so that a wedding party could continue and so that joy could abound. Every parable told by Jesus in Luke chapter 15 ends with a party. This is certainly true of uh, the famous story of the prodigal son. In fact, it was the older son in, in the parable who refused to attend the festivities and enter into the merriment of the occasion. He's the one who's betrayed as the one who has a problem. 
I'd rather imagine Jesus was the life of a party of the party wherever he happened to be, and certainly entered into the joy of the occasion with loud laughter and good cheer. Seems clear that children love to be around Jesus. If he was such a serious and somber figure, chances are they would have steered clear of him. It's also evident that Jesus had a keen sense of humor. Our problem is that we tend to, to take everything he said so seriously that we miss it. His parables usually had a surprise ending that would have left people chuckling. He loved to use the ridiculous to make his point. Jesus was extremely adept at using hyperbole, exaggerated speech to bring smiles and laughter to his listeners. I mean, who can fail to see the humor in the person trying to take a speck out of another person's eye when he has a huge log protruding from his own? I mean, it's laughable. You just imagine his audience roaring when, with laughter when he told the Pharisees that they would strain out a gnat but swallow a camel? It's ludicrous. And how about camels squeezing through the eye of a needle? Or putting a lamp and open flame under a bed, a flat, flammable mat at the time. We don't always catch the humor. Jesus' original listeners certainly would have. Long ago, Elton Trueblood wrote a very famous book on this subject. It's entitled, appropriately enough, The Humor of Christ. And Earl Palmer, former pastor of University Press in Seattle, has a book about this as well. It's entitled, The Humor of Jesus. Sources of laughter in the Bible. I mean, check those books out if you don't believe Jesus had a funny bone. Jesus may have been a man of sorrows as he hung on the cross and carried the sins of the world. But overall, he was no gloomy Messiah. He was a man of joy. There's always joy when one walks with God. God is all about joy, the most joyous being in the universe. G.K. Chesterton said, I have often thought that the gigantic secret of God is mirth. I rather imagine there was a lot of laughter as Jesus and the disciples walked along and reclined at table together. Laughter is the surest sign of joy, and if anyone should be laughing and rejoicing, it should be the followers of Jesus, for he's alive. He's not dead, he is risen, just as he said. We are Easter people. We live on the other side of Good Friday. The time for weeping for mourning is past. It's time for joy. And so the, with the psalmist, we can say, you turn my wailing into dancing. You remove my sackcloth and clothe me with joy that my heart may sing to you and not be silent. Oh, Lord, my God, I will give you thanks forever. There is a scene in J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Rings that describes something of the incomparable joy we ought to feel at Easter. Two of the chief characters of the book wake up to a new world after everything seemed utterly lost. And so we read. Gandalf, Sam said, I thought you were dead. But then I thought I was dead myself. Is everything sad going to come untrue? What's happened to the world? A great shadow has departed, said Gandalf. And then he laughed, and the sound was like music or like water in a parched land. And as he listened, the thought came to Sam that he had not heard laughter, the pure sound of merriment for days upon days without count. It fell upon his ears like the echo of all the joys he had ever known. But he himself burst into tears, 
And then, as a sweet rain will pass down, a wind of spring, and, and the sun will shine out the clearer, his tears ceased, and his laughter welled up, and laughing he sprang from his bed. How do I feel? he cried. Well, I don't know how to say it. I, I feel, I feel it. And he waved his, his arms in the air. I feel like spring after winter, and sun on the leaves, and like trumpets, and harps, and all the songs I have ever heard. Jesus lives and shall reign forevermore. Laughter and good cheer and glad hope should be the hallmark of our Christian lives, not gloom and doom. Why do we tend to associate being spiritual with being super serious all the time? If there is no joy or laughter in the Christian life, why would anyone want to be a Christian? Christians can experience the deepest kind of joy in this life and laugh the loudest and the longest of all because they have a living Lord, because they know that He's going to win in the end, because they know that trouble and hardship and suffering and death will not have the last word. We can laugh even in the face of great adversity because we know that it will not ultimately defeat us, nor will it have power to separate us from God's great love. As Jesus himself said, Blessed are you who weep now, for you will laugh. The laughter of Jesus is the laughter of hope and joy in the face of despair. If anyone should be joyful, it should be us, God's Easter people. May laughter ring in our homes and in our church and throughout our lives. And may the joy of Jesus' resurrection pervade our lives such that others will want to experience the same. Go ahead and laugh. Jesus is risen. He is risen indeed. And so may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all and give us true joy. Amen.